Welcome to the Nashville Women's Health Podcast. This podcast was created as a way to provide education and connection to the women of Middle Tennessee. My goal is to connect you with local women's health and fitness providers so you know what services are available in your area. I am your host, Amy Bailey. I'm a local women's health physical therapist, yoga instructor, and life coach. Thank you for joining the podcast and being a part of this amazing community. edition of the Nashville Women's Health Podcast. It's your host, Amy Bailey, and I have a special guest with me today. I have Olivia Dykes with me from Live Well Coaching. Hey, Olivia. Hey, Amy. What's up? Oh, nothing. Just getting exciting about talking to you again today. So uh, tell everybody a little bit about what you do, about your coaching programs, and just kind of where you're coming from today. Awesome. So I am a personal trainer um, and a nutrition coach, and I'm working on my uh, pre and postnatal um, a certification to help mamas. Um, and so, yeah, what I do now, it's kind of a little sampling of a few things, but I do, I train people in person. Um, I do train women only. That's just where my passion's at. Um, and I would like to segue more into like postpartum, especially that's really where my passion's at. That's why I'm kind of going that way. But right now it's just anyone and all the ladies who just want to get stronger or they want to lose weight or they just want to feel better. You name it. Like I'm, I'm here for it. Um, so I do some personal training. I do a, I have a nutrition membership program that I just launched uh, last month called eat well. So I do some nutrition coaching there and that's like an online community. And that's kind of, I think that kind of sums it up. <laughs> That's a lot. Yes. And you're a mom. Yeah, I'm a mom. I have one lovely 19 month old baby. Um, I guess she's not really baby anymore. She's walking around doing all the things, but, um, yeah, motherhood rocked my world. So that's kind of where, um, and I mean that in the best and, and hardest of ways. And so that's kind of why I'm so passionate about mamas and postpartum and just women's health. Yes. Uh, my mom got me a funny t-shirt when I first became a mom and it was, I mean, I think it came from Cracker Barrel. It was the ugliest thing ever. It was purple and the words were in glitter, but it said motherhood, the toughest job you'll ever love. (laughs) (laughs) I, you know, would wear it to bed or whatever. I think my husband threw it away. I think he snuck behind my back and threw it away because it was so hideous. (laughs) (laughs) But just, you know, you talking about how motherhood rocked your world. Like it's so true. It's such a wonderful, but hard thing that we go through too. Yeah. Speaking of shirts, I have a tank that I'm going to wear till the day it just falls off my body. It says strong as a mother. Someone got that for me. And that, cause that phrase, like it really, I was like, wow, that has a whole new meaning. Doesn't it? (laughs) Yes. We're so tough. Yes. One of my passions is talking to women who are moms, who are also business owners. It's like my favorite thing in the world to just connect there and see how we're all just doing all the hard things together. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So tell me a little bit about just kind of moving into having your baby and then wanting to focus more on postpartum training and learning about that. Cause that's kind of how we got connected. Exactly. Um, so, well, I thought I was going to be a stay at home mom (laughs) and then I realized I was going to lose my mind. I was going to go insane. I was like, okay. Um, so I had to deal with some mom guilt, right? Like, I think that's important to address. Cause I was like, what's wrong with me. I don't want to spend all day with my baby. There's all these friends of mine on Instagram that like, just love their children. And you know what? It's okay. Like, and I still have to make peace about it sometimes, but like overall I was like, okay, 
I think building this business and like having something else to put my energy into and not spending all day, every day by myself with Nora, um, my baby girl might be a good fit. And it turns out it really was like, it was just a breath of fresh air for me to venture into this. Um, and so I guess on the personal side, like postpartum, I went to pelvic floor physical therapy, um, probably eight weeks after I had Nora. Cause I just, as a preventive, like I knew I should, I didn't want to just jump back into something. So I did that. Um, it was okay. I remind me to circle back Amy, but basically my experience with Amy was very different than my first experience at a different clinic. Um, and it was okay. Like I said, <laughs> it wasn't great, but it was okay. So I graduated quote unquote physical therapy there. And I thought I was doing pretty good. Like I felt good. Um, I had a little bit of heaviness post like right after I had Nora, like in that, um, pelvic floor, you know, just feels like something's kind of heavy in your vagina. Um, but it felt better after PT. And then I decided like a week later, I was like, I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to take Nora in the stroller. Like this, this is what I dreamed about my whole pregnancy, that I would be this fit postpartum mom who takes her kid for dogs in the stroller. And <laughs> Oh, I wish sometimes I'm like, I wish I could undo that, but whatever. So what happened when I did that, I, the first time was fine. I was not running super fast at all. I was kind of trying to just do intervals of run walks and they were like light jogs. They were not running by terms of what, how I used to run. Um, but the first time was okay. And then like five days later, which is probably also the dumb thing was like doing it again. So soon, maybe but I did it again. And then I felt heavy, um, like after that run and I, I, it just like a couple days later, it built, it just kind of built. And it just really felt like something was the only way I know to describe that is like something's falling out of my vagina. Like it just does not feel comfortable. It burns and it feels heavy. And so I kind of self-diagnosed myself at that point with prolapse. I was like, I don't know, but I think this is what's going on. Um, so I had, I connected with Erica young, who you know, Amy, right? Yeah, so you guys and she another- on a podcast together too. If anybody wants to go back, I don't even remember which episode that is, but yeah. So, great. and Erica's the reason that I got connected to you, but we can come back to that. But <laughs> so Erica has an online program. So I started there and it did help me in some ways, but I think I, what I really needed after her program was I needed a personal trainer for myself who really specializes in getting me back in the gym. Like she helped with some of the things that I wasn't doing as far as breathing and posture, but then I, I don't, I can't, I don't know how to explain it except for, I just know that I didn't have any techniques for lifting heavier things. So once I got back in the gym and I was trying not to think too hard about everything, I was just kind of lifting and not thinking. And so anyway, over the course of a whole year, uh, yeah, basically, yeah, a whole year from 2021, the spring of last year till um, like maybe a month and a half ago, whenever I started working with you, Amy, like February, I guess, I kept dealing with on and off. Like it would feel a little better, then it would feel worse. And like it was mentally exhausting and emotionally exhausting to not do what you love and feel like you can't, you feel like you're going to hurt yourself or like, what if everything falls out of my vagina? Like, <laughs> like it sounds kind of funny to say out loud, but it really like, I, I fearfully, those are like, that's where I went, you know? And so finally what I should have done a lot sooner was I asked for help. You know, I was like, Erica, I need someone in person. 
I'm leaking. Like at that, before then I wasn't really leaking except with occasional sneezes, but sneezes, sorry, that came out weird. Um, but I just felt heavy. But then like January of this year, I was like, I am leaking and I'm uh, like more regularly and what's going like that freaked me out. So I was like, Erica, I need help. She referred me to you, Amy. Um, and let me just say that that PT was very different. It was so different. It was so good. <laughs> so that was my long winded answer to your question. <laughs> yeah. And through talking to Erica, you kind of found that you wanted to learn more from a personal trainer standpoint. And mm-hmm. so you Sarah Duvall, are you still working through Sarah Duvall's course? Yeah. So I am, I, I would say if I'm, I'm just guessing percentages, but I'm probably 90% finished with it. I am so close. So, so Erica and I both did this course and it's fabulous, but it's a pregnancy and postpartum corrective exercise specialist certification. That's a mouthful. It really is. <laughs> I'm like, every time I say that on social media or something, I'm like short term, it means I can help mamas uh, move again and not have pain or symptoms. Yes. But I've taken a lot of postpartum courses and it is one of my favorites because she is super nerdy and she makes it very mechanical and it is not one of the most, uh, touchy feely courses I've taken, but it is so good as far as prescribing exercise and helping support women and understanding the why anatomically behind what happened. And I think she does an incredible job. Honestly, I, I love it because she's not all textbook, but she really does. She always includes like, remember how you say things because mm-hmm. mom, like we're emotionally, we can be, I don't want to say fragile, but just sensitive, you know, sure. or vulnerable, especially early postpartum and, or just around like leaking, like you might feel embarrassed or like, so like just addressing it, like, Hey, you're not broken. 100%. We just have something like you just need some help. And so, um, I don't know. I just love the way that she approaches that, you know, like it's mental, emotional, and physical. It's all. Well, it's huge. And you even said it yourself. Like when you started kind of having those roller coasters, like we do in healing, you felt better and then you felt worse. And it was just physically and emotionally exhausting for you. Yeah. We're not used to such big changes in our health most of the time until yeah. those, till an injury, like a major accident or a pregnancy and delivery that, I mean, it's a pretty huge change for our bodies. So, so that side note, I was listening to a podcast that Sarah Duvall was a guest on and she said, pregnancy is a trauma. It is, you know, like I, I just wish people, more people like, yes. And she said this, yes, it is a miracle. It's beautiful. It's natural, but it's also a trauma, 100%. you know, like, and so just addressing like, Hey, your body went through a heck of a lot. Let's acknowledge that. And, um, let's take proper steps to heal. Yeah. I think every postpartum mom should take a picture of herself like a week, whatever her last week is 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, mm-hmm. whatever. And <laughs> post that. And so you can see like how different your body looks like yeah. from the side. It is unbelievable how much we stretch and change and how much. Yeah. And, you know, the weight of the growing human, the amniotic fluid, increased blood volume and hormones, like the effects of all of that on our frame. Yeah. And then don't even get me started on the six week checkoff. Like oh, I wrote that down. <laughs> yeah. And you said it yourself, you were in a rush to get back and you had this vision of being that cool mom jogging down the street and shape. Yeah. And we do have those visions. And some of us do, I hate the term bounce back at six weeks. Oh, I hate it. Some of us don't. 
And yeah. we, especially even if we bounce back after the first, I don't know many women who bounce back after the second, third, fourth plus children, you need some support to help get your body back in balance after such a significant change. Yeah. And I like that you said body back in balance. I really just, Oh, just like bothers me when I see like people marketing toward mamas and they say, bounce back, get your body back. Like, first of all, postpartum is forever and that's not a bad thing, but it's forever. So your body may change and it may not look or feel the same, but it, it can be good. Does that, you know what I mean? I don't want to frame that negatively, but like you have weight you want to lose. Yes, you can, but sometimes the shape of your body may just be different or like the way you move, like you need different movement patterns than you used to, or, and you could probably speak to that more than I, because you have just have more experience. Well, it's a hundred percent true. Like if I looked at my body weight right now and it's gone up and down, I have three children, but I weigh roughly what I weighed before I got pregnant with my very first. And it's been fairly consistent over these 15 years. Yes. I have a 15 year old suit. I'm old, but I weigh pretty much the same that I did 16 years ago, but my body does look different than it did. Yeah. And that's okay. I'm still active, you know, and I have had multiple pelvic floor issues that I've had to work on myself and now I don't have any pelvic floor issues, you know? So just because we change and just because our weight is a certain number on the scale, our body may or may not look different. Our weight may or may not look different. That's okay. I mean, all we yeah. can do is be educate ourselves, be consistent and be the best mom or woman that we can be really preach <laughs> this is right up my alley. and not beat ourselves up. You said it you, yeah. you're not broken, you know, yeah. if you had a knee injury or a knee surgery. You would not say I'm broken. You would say, yeah. you know, I had this knee thing. I went to rehab to get better and stronger so I can go back out and do what I love. Same thing with a pregnancy. Yeah. You had a vagina. It is so, it's so deeply tied for me anyway, because I'm a very more like I lean emotionally anyway, like into that. So for me, everything physical that is going on is so deeply tied into my emotions and just even my sense of worth. Like I really have to watch that. Like I am not my worth and value are not determined by how heavy I can lift, you know, (laughs) or how I look, Mm -hmm. which is hard when you're a personal trainer. And that's what the world is like kind of screaming or all the reels on Instagram want you to think. Yeah. Yeah. It is that sort of external perception of how you should look, but talk a little bit about the internal, because I just want people to understand you are in great shape. You're very, very strong. Erica sent, uh, Olivia sent me, uh, sorry, Erica's on my brain, a video yeah. for doing push-ups, And I was just like, you rocked out 10 put like full on push-ups, And I was just like, man, this girl is strong. And she sent me, or I guess I looked up videos of you doing aerial because you do mm-hmm. silks and aerial work too. And so you have strength, but you were still having these symptoms and emotionally yeah. kind of talk, talk about prolapse a little bit and how that has affected you. And even though you were still able to do all these high level things, yeah, still having some things going with you. Okay. Lots of things kind of come to mind. So just kind of corral me if I want, if I wander into the weeds or anything, but, um, Sarah Duvall said it best when she said, just because you can, doesn't mean you should like, I can do like you said, like I can do a lot. I am really strong. Like I have a background in gymnastics. I grew up doing that. So I've always like been strong and just been able to do whatever I want to do. (laughs) And so, but I never, 
I never connected to my pelvic floor. I didn't even know what it was until I had Nora. I had no idea. That's a whole nother thing that like, why, why is that a thing? We should, we should all like, this should be more common, you know, that just frustrates me. Um, but yeah, I didn't know what my pelvic floor was. I didn't know what diaphragmatic or 360 degree breathing was, or like, how do you even connect or engage that? And so I think my old strategies for lifting heavy things, um, were, they worked for me fine before I had Nora, but now I have more of a vulnerable pelvic floor, I suppose. (laughs) And those strategies don't work because they just don't, they leave me with symptoms. So I could keep lifting the heavy things, but I'm just asking for more injury. I would say, you know, over time or more better strategy. Yeah. So, um, but what that does mentally, right. It's like, it's, yeah, it's just such an emotional journey of like, Hey, you are still strong, even if you're not doing the craziest workout in the gym or like what, like, yes, it is a part of me. I love being strong and I love doing fun things. And fun for me is, um, heavy or being upside down or just like, I love strength goals. Like I want to have a goal. I don't want to just show up in the gym and like wander around. (laughs) I want to have a plan. Like I love goals. So it's hard to step back and just say, Hey, a uh, little by little, a little becomes a lot. So I'm going to keep showing up and I'm going to keep doing what at the time with you, Amy, right. I'm going to keep doing what Amy asks of me. I'm going to dial it back and not just because I can, doesn't mean I should. So I'm not going to do some of these things right now. Um, and then now I'm working with a personal trainer who's specializes in postpartum athleticism. So she's been there. She's had kids. She's educated in all of this. And I just keep showing up with her and it can, it's still frustrating. Some days, like I do mentally, I still struggle. Cause I'm like, I'm over here doing glute bridges and I want to do, <laughs> I want to do a barbell deadlift or whatever, but I'm just going to trust the process. Yeah. But hiring a personal trainer for myself was one that and seeing you, that was the best thing I could have done for myself this year because she just shoulders the mental and emotional load. Like I say, Hey, I'm having symptoms. And instead of me trying to figure out what I need to do about it, she does. (laughs) And it just, Oh my gosh, that just makes a huge difference. Like it freed up my mental real estate. I love it. Let someone else do it for me. And we talked about this at length as I was getting ready to discharge you, you know, and you said, I can program for myself. I just don't want to. And I love that, that you were brave enough to say, I'm going to put this in somebody else's hands. Yeah. So I can just lift and listen and learn and not have to come up with all the exercises. I already do that. Right. I do that. I think I have, yeah, I have six people going to be seven next week that are personal training clients. So I already do that for other people. I wanted someone to do what I'm doing for other people for me. I love it. That's fair right there. I was so hesitant about that extra quote unquote expense. It it may feel like a lot of money, but it was such a good investment, you know, like, and I realize not everyone has that opportunity or like, um, expendable, I guess, income, if you will. But if there's a way you can make it work, you know, like, is there a way sometimes it is more possible than you think you just have to rearrange or prioritize things differently but your body, if you're listening to this mama, uh, your body's worth it. Like you are worth it. And I just like full heartedly believe that because I'm going through this myself and I'm having a coach 
walk me through the healing process that I will be a much better coach and, um, trainer for that. hundred percent. I love it. I love it. Okay. So one of the cool things that you and I have talked about is teaming up together to help more people. Cause we both have a passion for just kind of getting the word out really. Yeah. Do you want to talk about what we've got in the works? Yeah, sure yeah. thing. I, first of all, I got to say as basically as soon as I had Nora, like within that, that whole first month, I was like, wow, the lack of education out there and resources and I would say there is resource, there are resources out there, but most mamas don't know. They don't know that they exist and, or don't know where to look. So that that's, I am so fired up about collaborating with you and like, yes, let's educate women about their pelvic floor, what it does, how it works. Um, because it doesn't just apply to pregnancy and postpartum. Like you have said, you see, um, people from women from CrossFit, you know, that have never had a kid, but they're having prolapse syndrome. So let's get the word out. But that said, what we're working on is, um, a, we're going to do a zoom version. And then at some point we're going to do a live, um, of the same thing, but we're going to do a workshop and just kind of, I haven't figured out the best name. I'm just looking for that catchy zinger, but basically something about bridging the gap, like Amy and I want to, fill in some gaps, like women's health. It feels like there's areas that need, um, what would you say? I like how you said connecting the dots, like just, yeah. yeah, Filling in where we see the lack of resources. And I think we both kind of touched on people are going to social media and Google for answers. And although sometimes people mean, well, that's not always the best place to get your health information, Yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, especially if like when people are trying to heal their own, we've talked about this, but heal their own diastasis or prolapse, everyone's body is different. Mm -hmm. And how, like, I've seen it with my own body, like different strategies don't work for me. And then some do, and it's just so subjective that it's really hard to just Google your way through and not to mention overwhelming, like, yes. So yeah, filling in the gaps. And I think you kind of brought this up and I loved just looking at it from a whole, a lifespan is like, I feel like there's these big markers in a woman's life and there's no, there's little connecting of the dots, if you will. So like marker number one, like your menstrual cycle, I never knew what it was supposed to be like until I read a book, um, the period repair manual highly recommend. Um, but like it talks about what your cycle should be like, and then troubleshooting if, and where it has gone wrong for you, because a period is a sign of health. Right. So that's number one. So let's connect the dots. Like you should not have painful periods that you're like doubled over. Like I hear that from women all the time. And they're like, I just take a lot of Tylenol and I don't go to work or whatever. Like that's not normal. Yeah. And birth control is the worst answer for that. You know, so bridging the gap, like there's period, there's uh, markers like if you when you have a baby, um, and then like menopausal, premenopausal, and menopause. Like there are hormonal shifts, and just like what is happening physically, emotionally, and mentally, and just like connecting women throughout that journey um, to the right people and building like a network. And so that workshop, that's kind of we're going to tie into that as like, hey, here are people that we recommend on your team, you know, like build a team, especially I already can tell you, like 
when I get pregnant, if, and when, I don't know yet about a second child, but if I do, if I do this again, I am going to work with, um, a trainer and, or like maybe you, Amy, I'm not sure how I want to do it, but I want to work with someone during pregnancy because now that I know what I know, I didn't know anything when I was pregnant the first time, but now that I know what I know, what I have learned is like, you can, you can prevent some issues just by how you do pregnancy, how you go throughout your pregnancy and how you move and you breathe. Um, but you can also just make your recovery better. Right. So I don't know. I feel like I wandered off a little bit and the weeds there, but you're a hundred percent right. But you know, prevention is a big piece to this too. The more we know, the better armed we are when things come up and we can tackle them quicker. So we had talked about, you know, that education piece and then connecting to the right people. And just because we have a team of providers doesn't mean we're seeing all of them at the same time. So you were like, when I get pregnant again, I may see you, I may see a personal trainer. You may see both of us. You may only see one of us. You may have me just for one checkup. And then I say, Hey, you're doing awesome go see the personal trainer, you know, yeah. or whatever. And it may be a chiropractor. It may be a doctor. I mean, who knows who I love counselors, dietitians, nutritionists, like th- everybody's team even may look different. You may not have all these pieces on your team, but you might. And a lot of people might need a psychiatrist or a psychologist on their team, depending on, you know, mm-hmm. did they have a traumatic birth before? Are they scared of a traumatic birth? What is their, you know, do they have a history of sexual trauma or physical trauma? Mm-hmm. You know, there's just so many pieces that we can throw in that yeah. complete your team. And that's why, again, it's kind of having someone knowledgeable to oversee that and help guide you. Yeah. Who do I even need on my team? Right. And I love that you said that. Cause when we were talking about that the other day, I was thinking about like, I that almost feels overwhelming. It could be if you thought, oh my gosh, I need, I need to be like seeing and working with like five different people. Like, but what you're saying is just know who you need. Mm-hmm. And at different seasons of your life, you may be working with multiple one or two of them at a time. Yes. Um, you don't just like anything in life, you're not going to address everything all at once. It's too overwhelming. Like yes. what is the most important in this moment? So like for me, I took a pause on therapy. I was doing counseling therapy. Um, and I was like, you know what? I want to do this personal training. And so that's where I had to reorganize budget wise. Like, Hey, I'm going to let go of therapy for a little bit. And I'm going to focus on my physical, you know, and I will, I am pretty confident. I'll go back over to the therapy (laughs) side, but like right now, I just really want to get strong for the sake of my mental and emotional and physical health. A hundred percent. And that's okay. You know, it's okay to kind of weave back and forth between providers. And, but if something comes up, like if you had a major life change and you needed that counselor, you already know who to go to. It's right at that point when you need someone, now you're making phone calls and interviewing and trying yes. to, people, you know, so having, you know, at least some suggestions of people who are in your area or you can e- easily access is so important. don't wait until the house is on fire, <laughs> you know, like have know who you're going to call before the emergency or, you know, I I say that all the time. I get the 911 pelvic health calls. People wait and wait and wait and wait till it's the house is on fire. And I'm like, ah, that was me. And it's a lot of people. And I get that it's fearful. And we, you know, sometimes think, oh, this will resolve on its own. Or we, you know, Google the answer or buy the online program and nothing at all against online programs. I mean, most of them are fabulous. But I think they're a lot of times a transition piece. Go see someone educated first, 
know what's going on specifically with your body. So you're not trying to piece it together yourself and then fit the program to work what you think is going on with you. Have someone tell you, Hey, this is exactly what's going on. This online program would be great to do, but maybe leave out section four right now or something, you know, just kind of give you some guidance there. Um, the other piece is mindset that we want to cover because that's really the cornerstone of everything. Right. Yeah. Mindset is (laughs) everything. It sounds like so cheesy because I think it's become like, um, what's the word? catchy <laughs> hipster or whatever. It's just popular, <laughs> not hipster. That's not the word I was looking for. <laughs> it's just become like such a catchphrase, you know, yes. of mindful, but truly the way that you, you it's, it affects how you show up in the world and how you perceive everything is your view on things, you know? So like, for example, for me physically to address the belief that I'm not broken, that's a game changer to show up to my workout with my coach Kate right now and be like, instead of coming in there thinking I'm broken. And so every time I do something where I feel symptomatic or it doesn't feel good, I'm like, I'm never going to get better. Like I immediately go down that road. If I'm on that, I'm broken train, but instead like readjusting and saying, Hey, my body is resilient and I'm not broken. I just need help. And I try to, honestly, I just keep remembering all the things that like you and Erica, like I've heard testimonials about women with prolapse who don't deal with that anymore with, with symptoms because they've learned, you know? So I'm like, there are success stories and I will be one of them. Well, I think what you said there is so huge. I think we think with mindset that certain people are just, oh, well, so-and-so is more positive than I am. Mindset is work. It is not something that comes naturally to most people. Yes, there are those few outliers who are just super positive and great all the time and self-confident. But most of us, especially after a huge life change, it takes work to kind of stay on that I'm not broken. Yeah. And and I mean, if you're like me or into the Enneagram, Enneagram 2 over here, always trying to be like upbeat and positive, but I was positive at the expense of actually not acknowledging what was happening internally anyway. So it wasn't even like, you know what I mean? It was just like a icing on a really nasty cake. Like it just wasn't helpful. And so now I'm so much more aware of what's happening with my internal world that it definitely helps me address my beliefs and my mindset. Yeah. And it's all about being intentional. I focus on this a lot. You know, you were like, before I got pregnant, my body did what it was supposed to do. But then postpartum, when we're kind of in that rebuilding phase or supporting, if there is a dysfunction, such as a prolapse, we have mm-hmm. to be very intentional with our workouts. We can't just go and mindlessly blow through whatever exercise you were doing. You know, we have to really yeah. like, oh, how is my timing on this? Am I going too fast? Am I thinking, am I feeling what my body is doing during that? Yeah. So some of the mindset is just being intentional and not, I love how you put said putting the icing over a really nasty cake. <laughs> I don't know if that was a good word picture or not. That's just what kind of came out of my mouth. But yeah, I was like, it's, it, it looks good on the outside, but it's not life giving on the inside. Then it's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So we've got our zoom scheduled and there will be more marketing coming out around this, but May 23rd. Yes. 7 PM central standard time. And that is a Monday night. Yeah. Yes. It'll be awesome. Free, fun, good times, good way to connect. And we're going to save time, right, for Q&A. 
Yes, there will be about 15-ish minutes at the end for any questions you have um, for Olivia or I regarding anything, mindset, nutrition, workouts, pelvic floor, anything really. And I have, I have people that I specifically want to share this podcast with, and I want them to listen to you. So would you mind just stating like briefly, I know it's hard to briefly do anything regarding pelvic floor because it's so deep, but like, just like why reasons why people come see you. Cause that might help them know why they'd want to attend the workshop. Cause you're going to talk about that a little bit there too. Yeah. And you know, we've talked a lot about pregnancy and postpartum today, um, on this podcast, but I see plenty of people who have never had children and never want to have children, or maybe some that aren't in that stage yet of their life or some who are dealing with infertility. So I don't want everybody to think that I'm just seeing people who are in that pregnant or postpartum stage. Yeah. So I see anything from people having painful periods or irregular periods to endometriosis or bladder symptoms, whether that's pain, burning, frequency, leaking, bowel symptoms, constipation, pain with having a bowel movement, loose stools, um, any, any kind of pain, back pain, pelvic pain, stomach pain, painful sex, right? I feel like that's intercourse, painful penetration, people who can't tolerate a tampon or a menstrual cup or even a pelvic exam. Um, any kind of surgical procedure, whether it's a gynecological surgery, an abdominal surgery, a C-section, a hysterectomy, a laparoscopic surgery to remove fibroids or cysts, um, uh, abdominoplasty, breast augmentation surgery, or removal of implants. I've been seeing a lot of that because of limited range of motion or scar tissue. Oh, um, okay. Diastasis repair or diastasis without repair. Um, I'm sure there are a million things I'm leaving out here, but I tell people, honestly, all day long, I talk about pee poop and sex Yep, (laughs) with some weakness, strengthening and pain thrown in. Yeah, I feel like, no, I feel like that helps just kind of put it together. I wouldn't have even thought about implant breast implants or like Mm -hmm. removal of how that, um, ties in to you. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. And you know, I mean, I am, yes, a pelvic health PT, but I'm a PT. I went to PT school, just like whoever you'd go to shoulder. I just chose it, um, a couple of years in to specialize in the pelvic floor, but the pelvic floor is the base of our body. It is the support system that holds up our entire frame. So it really is connected to everything. So yesterday I saw a patient who was coming to me for overactive pelvic floor. And you know what I treated her lower leg and her feet, because it is having an impact on how she moves her body and it's affecting some of her pelvic floor issues. So it's all one body. It's all connected. And I think if we use that sort of just one laser focused view of, oh, she just works on pregnancy or postpartum, we're missing the big picture. It's all tied Mm -hmm. together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. Amy. yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Cause I literally, I have a list of names in mind. I'm going to share this with so-and-so and -and 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 And, you know, I say this all the time on my podcast because I am just so proud of Nashville in general and the Nashville area. We have a lot of pelvic floor PTs here and we have a lot of great pelvic floor PTs here. So it's not just me. And sure, I'd love for everybody to come to me and to own horn, but I also realize I might not be the right fit for someone or I might be in the right area or my schedule may not work for your schedule. So I am more than willing always to share the names of other pelvic floor PTs in our area, because I am really just amazed. I mean, I've lived, um, all over Tennessee, um, from one end to the other in North Carolina and South Carolina. And I've never lived anywhere that had this many pelvic good 
people that I would recommend pelvic floor PT. So I'm just proud of our area, honestly. That's so there's no awesome. reason not to see a pelvic floor PT if you live anywhere near Nashville is my point. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And I would love to see your list because I tried to look just through, um, I think it was Sarah Duvall's website, like who got certified there to see. And that was not very many. Like, I think I yeah. found maybe no. three yeah. people in the state of Tennessee. Um, so I would just love the connection of PTs and then like sure. people certified in PCES just to you see know, that. There are so many continuing eds that we do as pelvic floor PTs. Um, Sarah Duvall's is a little, um, I don't want to say outside the box. That's not at all what I mean, but most people are going to go to our professional organization, the American physical therapy association, our women health okay. center, you can go through that path of continuing ed yeah. or Herman Wallace is another continuing ed path for pelvic health PTs, but there are other great courses out there that some people miss. Now I yeah. am old. <laughs> I keep saying that. So I'm you really aren't. I've been through all the basic courses. So after you kind of get through the run of the mill, everybody does this, then you start seeking out those extra great courses. And so that's why you might not find a lot of us okay. on those other courses. Well, I definitely want that to be a takeaway from our workshop is literally like some kind of, well, not print off because it's on zoom, <laughs> but like a PDF that yeah. kind of says, Hey, if you live in Tennessee, here's where to look. And if you don't live in Tennessee, which I'll need your help. Cause I don't, I wouldn't know where to start there, but like what, how do we help direct, um, people 100%. to the right? Yeah. Team? I mean, the best way you can search on the American physical therapy association, they have a women's health section and most of us are going to be registered there or Herman Wallace. They have a find a listing or whatever. And most pelvic floor PTs are going to be on probably both of those, but at least one or the other, there's a lot of other great resources too, to find us, but Word of mouth, I think, is the best way. If you talk to a girlfriend and they've had pelvic floor PT, see how they feel about their therapist. Was it a good experience? Yeah. Was it not? You know, because you mentioned you had been to someone and it was, and I hate this, it was okay. <laughs> I don't want it to just be okay. I know. <laughs> it's a super vulnerable thing to go into yeah. an office and know that you're going to be exposing your vulva and, and yeah. something to put on rubber gloves and, you know, like, well, and at the time, like I thought it was good. I just didn't have anything to compare it to. Like she was kind. She always told me, Hey, this is what we're going to do. This is what we'll be like all the things, but she didn't address. She wasn't thorough in the same way. Like once I saw you, I was like, wow, Amy asked me a heck of a lot more questions <laughs> in a good way though. You know, she's getting all the data and you're looking at my breath, my posture in the day to day, not just in the gym no one looked or even asked about my breath. They weren't asking about my goals after PT, which I think is an important part of how you do, how you approach your therapy sessions with a, a patient, right? Is like, yeah. what are your end goals? Cause we need to make sure you're prepared to do those things. Right. Right. Yeah. And then just having other people to pass. I mean, I can't do everything. And that's why we kind of brought that connection piece. Like for mm -hmm. you, you were like, can you program for me? And I'm like, I can, I don't want to. Yeah. You know? And I was just yeah. like, I can, and in my head, I'm like, should I do this? But honestly, having other like personal trainers to send my yeah. clients to like Erica, like you, um, I have a list of, you know, personal trainers that specialize in different women's health areas, depending on does, does this woman want to CrossFit? Does this woman want to do yoga? Does she want to just lift mm -hmm. or, or do hit or run, you know, but just whatever her plan is finding resources that can follow up with yeah. them, so they feel supported and 
Build that team, baby. Build that team, baby. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners before we hop off here? No, I feel like that kind of summed it up. Like that build your team is like, that's been a phrase in my mind the last week. I'm just like, yeah, let's build your team people. Let's build your team ladies. Like who do you need in your corner and let's help educate you and help connect you. So yeah, that's what that workshop will be all about. So definitely y'all don't want to miss that. Yeah. And you know, like I think as women, we try to do so much ourselves. We try to be super women, but we need support. Yeah. And and that's vulnerable for a lot of us, but I think it is important for us to realize that that support is just going to help make us stronger and better in all of the areas of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Okay. Awesome. So if people want to reach out to you for a nutrition coaching, for personal training, how do they get in touch with you? How do they find you? So you can find me on a lot of things, but probably the number one that would connect you to everything. Um, Olivia Dykes, D-Y-K-E-S. Uh, oliviadykescoaching.com. So that's my website. Um, you can find me on Facebook. I have a free community. It's, it's my baby. I love, I love everyone in there. It's just such a fun space. Um, and that's live well coaching live without the E L I V W E L L live well coaching same on Instagram. You can find me there too. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, got a new platform. I again, this is all going to be on my website. I need to update it, but called mighty networks. So it's fun. It's kind of like Facebook, but it's, it's quieter. (laughs) You know, it's just the people that are wanting to be in this community without the noise of Facebook. So awesome. Thank you so much, Olivia, for just being brave and sharing your story. I know that's not easy to do. And telling everybody like how your passion has changed for women's health during just a change in your life. I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. Seriously, since I've had Norm, like my goal is like, I want to just shout from the rooftops this message. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Okay, y'all. So we will get some words out on our Instagrams and Facebooks and everything about the Zoom call. Again, just to remind you, it's May 23rd at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And thanks, everybody. And I hope you have a wonderful week.